0: Welcome to the Women Aging Awesomely podcast, the perfect space to empower women to say goodbye, good riddance, and even bye, Felicia, to the mischief of menopause. Here, we banish the mindset of it sucks to get old and turn our menopausal woes into wins. I'm your host, Stephanie Fowler, certified in women's wellness and yoga and host of Women Aging Awesomely. welcome back everybody to another episode of Women Aging Awesomely. You know, aging is part of life, so why not do it awesomely? Today's topic is a really good one and it's just in time for our middle of spring heading into summer time frame. I bet if you're like pretty much everybody else, you started January thinking, okay, I might need to lose a couple of pounds from all the holiday eating that I did or maybe from, you know, 2020 itself. So um, you might have reached at this point in time a plateau. So if that is you, then you're in luck because I'm going over the top five reasons that may have occurred and what you can do to snap out of it. So again, grab a notebook grab a pen, and let's settle in for a really good discussion. I would like to ask first, though, that if you are enjoying the podcast today, or you've been listening to it for a while, I was about to say watching, (laughs) listening to it for a while, go ahead and hit the subscribe button or follow button, whatever your button is on your podcast podcasting platform so that you can get notified when I have new podcast episodes. They tend to drop most Thursdays, and I would love for you to be a regular listener. And to that end, if you would like on Apple Podcasts, if you happen to have an iPhone, iPad, or a Mac Computer, Apple computer, I would love for you to head over to Women Aging Awesomely and leave a review. A couple of sentences about maybe your favorite episode or what you like about the episodes in general would really, really mean so much to me and it would really help other people find out about this podcast. All right, let's get into today's topic. All right, ladies, we're diving in. Top five reasons for a plateau to occur. All right, so spring is in the air, summer's coming along. I mean, I can almost see it in the horizon there, and we ought to be feeling great. And maybe we have been, but all of a sudden we are feeling kind of stuck in a plateau, whether it is a diet, which I really recommend mindfully eating and not necessarily a strict diet, but I know that some people like to to play around with them, or maybe you've been working out, maybe you've been walking every day uh, or several days a week, and you were seeing some success at first, and now all of a sudden you're stuck in a plateau, and if you're not but you know about these plateaus, this episode is still good for you because you will know what to do when it does happen. All right, so a plateau is basically when your results uh, that you are seeing or that you were seeing start to um, fade away. They kind of stall out. You stop seeing the progress that you did see when you first started, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it be workouts, whether it be a walking program, a diet or maybe a mixture. So nearly everybody does go through a plateau from time to time. It's definitely not a fun place to be because you know you're doing work, you want to see the results all the time, right? But the good news is that if you do happen to experience one or maybe you're in one right now, there are a few things that you can pay attention to. All right, so here's the first one. You are Kinda, sorta following your program. Have you started to slack on whatever it is that you're doing? Be honest. <laughs> this really, truly is one of the top causes of plateaus, and it's a pretty good sign that it's time for you to shake things up. Maybe try out some new recipes. Um, you know, Pinterest is a is a haven of recipes, right? Um, maybe change up your workouts. Or just inject some more fun into the mix of whatever it is that you're doing. That's easy enough to do. So in other words, don't kind of sort of follow your program. You need to follow it. um, And if you're just bored with it, that's when you need to just change it up a little bit. Okay? So that's number one. That's pretty easy. All right. Number two, your body has become used to whatever it is that you've been doing. This is absolutely another top reason why you might have a plateau. Um, Again, there's good news. It means that you are becoming fitter. You're becoming healthier. So you just need to challenge your body in a different way. So it is definitely time to do that. Um, regular updates to whatever it is that you're doing are going to be key to your success. Um, Okay, so let's take walking, for example. Let's say that you have been walking um, three or four times a week, and you generally walk, let's say, a mile and a half, or if you want to, if you have a time frame with it, maybe it's 30 minutes. There's not necessarily a reason to change that up. Maybe what you might want to change is where you walk. For instance, if you're walking on a treadmill, um, maybe start playing around with the inclines of it. A lot of treadmills these days have those programs that you can just click a button and it automatically changes your incline for you um, and changes the speed (laughs) of the treadmill. Um, If you don't have one, I don't either, then if your neighborhood is fairly flat, then opt for a different location where you are able to... um, Um, have more of an incline naturally. Also, you could time yourself. So let's say that you always walk 30 minutes. Maybe see if you can go a little bit farther on each of your walks. So there are all different kinds of ways to do that. Um, Back when I used to be a pretty avid 5k runner, um, this was several years ago, um, our neighborhood happened to have one of those uh, um, curbs where it wasn't so um, gradual. It was like a a sharp 90 degree, you know, curb. And where there was a gutter, there was a pretty big, you know, um, height, it was almost like stepping up on steps. And I would just stop every so often when I would come across those in my neighborhood and just take about, you know, a minute just to go up, down, up, down, up, down with that. And it was kind of a cool thing to do. And my heart rate went up and that was really nice. And speaking of your heart rate, just do some interval walking where you walk really fast for a minute and then you kind of slow down for about a minute and you just alternate. So even with just the idea of walking, you can change up how you're doing it and it does truly make a difference. All right, just remember though that, you know, a a really good coach hint, hint, I am one, Um, can help you quickly identify small little tweaks, just like I just mentioned, to fire up your body so that you are seeing results again. Change things up. And speaking of all of that, I do have a one-to-one wellness client service that I provide, as well as a monthly membership So if one of those two things is sounding pretty good for you and you want more information, then the monthly membership, I've got a link for that in the show notes. And you can click on the link and find out all the ins and outs and all the details about it. And if you're curious about my one-to-one wellness coaching that I do, then again, I've got a link in the show notes. You can click on it to schedule a free strategy session to see if that might be a good fit for you. All right, so we're going to move on down to item number 3, reason number 3, why you of why you might be in a plateau. Hormones, <laughs> stress, sleep deprivation and more. All of those kind of things. Your body is absolutely not a machine. It's not a robot. It's actually very complex. It's a it's a complex organism that functions best when it's completely in balance. So think about that. So many things can throw it out of balance. Uh, you might be overtired. You might be overworked. <laughs> you might be overstressed. You could also be undernourished. So those are things to look for when. Um, you feel like you might be in a plateau, but you know that you've been changing up some things, it might actually be that it's more hormone or stress related, or maybe even sleep deprivation. You know, we are, most of us that listen to this podcast, you know, we're in our mid age range. And um, and as you go through menopause or even perimenopause, sometimes that sleep just is not going to happen. So there are ways to work around that. Um, for my yoga class, that I teach the restorative yoga ones that I do on Tuesday nights and I always record them by the way so if you're in that monthly membership or you're curious about it and you think a nice relaxing yoga class is right up your alley but you can't make it live on Tuesday evenings no problems I record it and I pop it into our private Facebook group so you can um, watch it and, and follow along when you're able to And you can even do it more than once because those recordings stay up for an entire week. So I have this wonderful pose that I do. It is called Legs Up the Wall. And it is truly where your legs are up against the wall. Your hips might be up against the wall as well, or maybe they're a few inches away from the wall, and that's okay. Um, But it is a wonderfully relaxing pose. It's a nice gentle inversion, meaning that your legs are up higher than your head. And it honestly helps with you sleeping better at night. So that's one quick little thing that you can try. Um, Even if you're not... Doing any type of program or diet or exercise regimen, and you're not sleeping too well right now, go ahead and give that one a try because it really does help. Um, Anywhere from, you know, a couple of minutes all the way up to about eight, maybe 10 minutes, but no longer than that. I usually do that for about, you know, five to seven minutes, somewhere in that time frame. All right, so moving into number four. Woo, the fourth one. This is actually part one of two. <laughs> so part four is you're not really in a plateau part one. So if you only rely on your scale to track your results, you actually might be missing out. Um, your body could actually be changing in a really big way, even if your scale does not move and I am sure you've been to a doctor's office at some point in the past year and you've stepped on the scale and you're like and I bet the intake nurse just looked at you and said don't worry Um, your weight fluctuates three pounds all the time and you know you've got clothes on or whatever you're not at home it's not your home scale Um, but even if you are always on your home scale and you're not seeing it move or maybe even it goes up a little bit that could totally be fine. And that's why it's really important to look at progress in other ways besides stepping on a scale. Um, I mean, you could look at body fat percentage. There there are little um, websites on the internet that you can go to and kind of punch in some numbers um, of measurements and kind of get an idea of that. There's something called BMI, body mass index, that you can look at. And also, completely, just not even worrying about measurements or um, a weight on a on a scale. There are other ways too. For instance, your clothing fitting better is a really good way of telling that you're losing weight. And I'm telling you, if you are doing any kind of body strengthening, whether it's using your own body weight or whether you're lifting some weights, um, your your muscles weigh more than fat. So. It's very natural if your scale goes up a little bit even though you're actually wanting it to go down. Your um, clothing will fit better. That's definitely a way of telling that you're losing weight. In fact, one of my clients told me, my one-to-one clients, she told me that in her uh, final check-in after we were finishing up working together, um, she told me that she had to adjust her bra straps and we just got the biggest kick out of that. I, I have never in my time of, um, working with wellness, teaching yoga, um, and, and my, tenure as a wellness coach uh, since 2020, I have not heard anybody mention having to adjust bra straps, and that was just the neatest thing. I love it. I had another client that told me that, you know, her pants, uh, this one pair of pants that she had not tried on in a long time, but she really liked them, so she kept them. She tried them on um, this past week, and they fit better. So It's a a wonderful way to tell if you're losing weight. But I just love that story about the bra straps. And what was really cool was that we kind of kept talking about it. And we found out that we both used to work at Victoria's Secret. Way back in the day, like for me, it was way back, I'm not kidding you, about 30 years ago when I was in college. And um, and she had also worked, of course, at a different location. We were in, uh, in different states, of course, but we both worked at Victoria's Secret. So that was just so cool. It was a neat little thing to discover about ourselves. And it just was a fun conversation. Um, also, these are some other things you can look at. Better stamina, um, less aches and pains. That's definitely... An indicator that you are doing well, even though your scale might not be moving. Um, The list just goes on and on and on. So, truly, you might not actually be in a plateau, especially if you're only focusing on the scale. All right, here's our last one. This is part two of You're Not Really In a Plateau. So, here it is. If you are struggling to lose those last five pounds, you know what I'm talking about, those last five pounds, then you might actually be at a weight that is healthy and natural for you. So losing those pounds can take an extra effort, um, as can keeping them off once you do hit your goal. So I hope that this list has helped you rev up your results um, or maybe give you some ideas to try. And even if it's like number number five, that last one, it might actually be that you were where you're supposed to be. So, um, so keep that in mind. The fastest and the surest way to get and keep your momentum going is definitely to work with an experienced coach um, with a tried and tested program or one or and one that works with you one-to-one. I always tell my clients that everybody is like a snowflake or like a fingerprint, you know, no two are alike. And so therefore, we tailor things based on what they specifically need, some um, resources that I have from my wellness coaching certification program. Um, And then we kind of, you know, come together and make a plan. And, you know, it's, it's based on everything. It could be on your confidence. It could be on a weight loss goal. It could be on helping you organize yourself, um, finding time for yourself, just so many different facets of what you can use me for as a wellness coach. I have helped hundreds of women over the past several years feel comfortable trying out different types of yoga. Stretching, moving, building strength, relaxing—you name it. Yoga is great for a, a variety of reasons. And I've also, like I said, have added to my services by going through that wellness coaching program I did last year in 2020. And it's been really nice working in a one-to-one setting with women now. Um, and by the way, that's virtual too, so you don't have to be local to benefit from my services. So if you are ready to get serious about your transformation, then book a free strategy session with me to see if we would be a good fit together um, to help you reach your goals, whatever they may be. You know, summer is coming. (laughs) All right. So as always, remember that aging is part of life. Why not do it awesomely? Well, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And again, I would be so grateful if you would share this out with a friend that might um, have confided that she's not seeing results anymore. This might be the perfect episode for her to listen to. Share this on your social media um, or just send to a friend. And as always, take care and we'll see you next week.